0: Hi, today I'm talking with Jennifer Maher, CEO of TechForce and America's Automotive Trust and the first winner of the Tech's Rock Award, Mel Algier, a technician at Barnesworth Chevrolet in Catanagua, New York. And Jennifer, welcome. Glad you could make it today.
1: Hello. Nice to talk with you, Tony.
0: And Mel, again, very nice to meet you virtually.
1: Thank you. It was nice to meet you too.
0: Jen, let's start with you. Uh, can you give us a little recap on exactly what is the Tech Rock Award?
1: Well, TechForce Foundation, of course, is a nonprofit 501c3 and we are the champions of the future in working technicians around the country who help keep America rolling. We always have the tagline that when Tech Rock America rolls, so our partners and supporters said why not create the Tech Rock Awards and celebrate the technicians who really rock. So we put together this competition, awards and nominations, and asked people to nominate technicians who they believe rock, but not necessarily for their skill sets, but instead for kind of the mission of TechForce, which is to inspire the next generation. So we came up with several categories about looking for technicians who are really paving the way helping to inspire the next generation of technicians and taking them under their wings. So that's what the technicians and the Tex Rock Awards is all about.
0: Well, I think it's completely appropriate that the very first winner was a woman. Melanie Algier was selected as the inaugural winner of the Tex Rock Award. And Melanie, you are a technician at Barnesworth Chevrolet. How long have you been working there?
2: About one and a half years.
0: This is something that's fairly recent for you. How did you come to choose a career as an automotive technician? What what attracted you to the career?
2: Um, I actually worked a lot with my father outside, and we just kept getting more and more into it that I wanted to take it as a career because I was just so interested in it.
0: So family members, actually, that's a very common uh, common answer that I get. A lot of folks say, yeah, my dad, my uncle, somebody that they knew was a technician. They usually use the word mechanic, and that's what got him into them. Did you have any formal technical training before landing this job? Uh, have you been to a career technology education, or is this something you've learned uh, along the way.
2: This is everything I've learned on the way. I never was able to go to college or anything for it.
0: So, did you have a mentor or somebody that helped you get started?
2: Uh, currently at my current job, yes. I've had three different mentors that have taught me everything that they know so I can go on to my own and learn it myself.
0: Interesting. How did you pick Barnesworth Chevrolet? Is this something you just sort of walked up and put in an application or were you referred there or how did you How did you find them?
2: Well, my first job was at a, a Subaru place, and things just weren't working out there very well. So I was started looking for a new job, and Farnsworth was willing to pick me up and, you know, let me learn from being a loop tech to being able to work my way up to being a line tech.
0: And you're you started as a loop tech. You're working as a line tech now. I take it, right? Yep. Excellent. And I assume you're going through some of the GM training? Yep. Okay. So you have ongoing training as part of it. Have you gone for any ASE certifications yet?
2: No, I'm currently studying for two of them at the moment.
0: Oh, excellent. Well, let me ask some questions about the job itself. I had the pleasure of interviewing a number of students at a tech school in Florida during one of our affiliate events, and they brought uh, to 10 of their best and brightest students, and four of the 10 were, were women. 40% of, of the the future technicians I had in front of me were women, which is a fairly high percentage. Traditionally, the number of female technicians has been hovered around 1%. Um, How do you find working with other technicians as a woman in the shop? Are they surprised to see a woman working as as a technician or will we kind of move beyond that by now?
2: Um, Honestly, they've moved beyond it. As long as you are willing to learn and keep an open mind and listen to your senior technicians, they really couldn't care.
0: Hmm. And again, you had mentioned you still have a mentor on the job. Do you work with a team or is it pretty much independent work with one individual kind of helping you along the way?
2: It's independent work. So if I get stumped on something, I will go ask the person I work next to who has been mentoring me since I started. And he'll come over and he'll walk me through it instead of showing me and doing it for me. He just usually walks.
0: Great. What do you like most about being a technician?
2: Um, the change in technology mostly because it just gives you more of a challenge and to uh, learn everything that's changing around vehicles. I like how every different job that you get is challenging and that you don't get the same one every single time. Like if you were a loop tech, you'd get, keep getting oil changes or if you're a line tech, you every job is different.
0: So you like the variety and the challenge that comes with it? Yes. I asked you what you like most about being a technician. What do you like the least?
2: The winters and all the snow and everything.
0: Yeah, Canada, Agua, New York. I assume it gets cold up there uh, in the winter months. If you're working at a dealership, I presume, of course, uh, most of the work being done is inside the heated shop. We've come a long way, I know, from the old days when basically it was the same temperature inside as it was outside. Yep. Chevrolet has a training program. I assume you have a set training process that you go through uh, at the dealership. Do they have an established training regimen that they want their technicians to do?
2: Yep. They have a center of learning where some of them are web-based training so they're pre-recorded in their videos that you just watch through and you answer questions as you go and then they have hands-on learning where you go to one of the GM training facilities and they also have broadcast that you watch one of your mentors through a computer while they teach you.
0: So ongoing training is part and parcel of what you're doing as a technician just to keep up with the technology I would imagine right?
1: Yep. One of the neat things is in Mel's nomination They really recognized that as Rookie of the Year, she had completed over 70 GM certified courses in just 12 months. So really jumping in and embracing the learning and all of that training that GM offered was something that caught the attention of her nominators. Another thing that I thought was interesting was when you talked about the outside and the cold. I mean, Mel, people were recommending and honoring you because you roll up your sleeves and you get out and you clear the snow from the sidewalks or from customers' cars and you really understand the meaning of customer service. I mean, what makes you do that?
2: Before I started being a technician, I was a porter, which was like a lot attendant. And we didn't have many of them at my old job. So it's a nice gesture so the customers don't have to go outside and have to spend 15, 20 minutes trying to clear the snow off where if you do it for them, it just makes it a little easier. It's a nice gesture. Maybe they'll come back for you.
1: That's awesome. And and why is it that you really rolled up your sleeves and wanted to get all of these GM certifications under your sleeve?
2: I wanted to prove that I was able to do this regardless of my gender, that, you know, prove a point that women can do everything a male can do. I really wanted to prove to my company now that in my interview, when they interviewed me, I told them I am more than willing to learn. And I wanted to stick by that word and show them I'm doing all this so I can learn more and be more valuable to you. Amen.
0: Yeah, really. That's that's a great story. Appreciating the value of customer service is basically job one these days. You have to have quality to get in the game and, and you really need to take care of the customers. And Mel, it sounds like you grew up with a work ethic that trained you to do just that.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't have that if it wasn't for my parents though.
0: Jennifer, you had mentioned Mel was Rookie of the Year in the contest. Who nominated her? How did she come to your attention?
1: Well, her colleagues nominated her. That's what makes it really special. The Tex Rock Awards has five categories and Uh, People are able to look around and see a technician that rocks in any of the one categories. It could be a pay it forward category. So those are people who are out in the community and paint it forward to inspire the next generation of technicians. Maybe they're working with the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts around an automotive badge or these types of things. And they really give back and try to nurture the next technician uh, workforce. There's Rookie of the Year that we'll talk about. There's the Die Hard tech that category is again somebody who is so passionate and loves what they do that they really live that passion every day. There's this outstanding mentor. So maybe that's somebody in a shop that is always showing and teaching and and passing on that skills and knowledge. And then there's the barrier buster. And the finalist was another female in the country who has, again, just broken down all of the obstacles and barriers that may have stood in their way of becoming a technician and pursuing their career and their dream. So we had over 280 nominees and over 4,000 votes on who should win. And we had the category winners in each of those categories. They each won a one thousand dollars Snap On gift card, and then we put it out to the People's Choice Awards. Of among those five finalists, and that's where Melina won the national award. But uh, really, to be able to win something like that, where your colleagues say you've gone from zero to a hundred in just your first year, and that's why I think it's just amazing for Mel to really, you know, pat herself on the back that people recognize that she started out on the lube rack and as a lube tech, but so inspired people with her work ethic and her dedication to get herself trained and to step up and to help inspire the customer service attitude that brings those customers back. And that's exactly why we say when Techs Rock America rolls.
0: Well, that's an impressive story. And you mentioned the people's choice portion of the Judging, I guess, is the way to describe it. That was the final selection. Who were the judges that went through the finalists and and picked the top five?
1: Yeah, well, we have our national ambassador, who's Bogie from All Girls Garage, and Bogie Latiner, of course, has been on our Tech Force board and very involved with our Women Techs Rock initiative. So she was one of our judges. We, of course, have our corporate sponsor, Snap-on, who helped us with those prizes, and our board member, Greg Rintala. Then we have the famous race car driver, Lynn St. James. We've got Tommy and Stephanie Pike and all the Tommy Pike designs. He's amazing. And race car driver who we just love, another TechForce spokesperson, Julia Landauer. So just a nice uh, group of individuals who support technicians and know that uh, their lives really depend on skilled and qualified technicians.
0: Oh, that's great. What does Mel get as the winner?
1: Well, again, she's got her Snap-on gift card, but also as the People's Choice of Winner, she will enjoy a weekend trip to Scottsdale, Arizona during Arizona Car Week in January, where we'll have her come out. She's at the beautiful Montalucia Resort and Spa, and she'll get to enjoy RM Auction, the RM Sotheby Auction, and Barrett-Jackson. So Mel, get ready to come to the sunshine for a nice long weekend and enjoy uh, all the best of Arizona Car Week. Believe me, I'm ready.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, Mel, I would negotiate for some job hunting time while you're there. Phoenix is a very nice place to be. (laughs) Actually, Jennifer, your organization, has been I know has been doing some great things. One of the biggest challenges we have as an industry, of course, is finding the talent we're going to need going forward. And I think the automotive industry, in many ways, is becoming a lot more progressive than other other industries with respect to actively seeking out young women to become part of not just the business side of the equation, but but as part of the technical group as well. It's something that I know has always been regarded as kind of a male dominated industry, but that is changing. And in fact, in years past, I know several of the manufacturers actually had very active programs to recruit young women as service consultants, because 50% of the market out there 50% of the folks bringing cars in for service are women. And it's just a much more friendly environment. But Mel, you're one of the pioneers certainly uh, working as a technician. Again, it's traditionally been a very small number, but it seems to me that the more I take some time and interview some of the up and coming next generation of of technical folks, I, I am talking to more and more women. So you're, you're the vanguard of what I'm sure is going to be a growing movement. And I'm sure it won't be too long before you're going to have a couple of sidekick technicians there that won't be a male gender uh, standing next to you in the service bay. So again, congratulations from us. Thank you. Do you have any advice for any other young men or women thinking about a career as an automotive technician?
2: Keep your eyes on the prize and don't be afraid to ask for help. Everybody needs help once in a while and it's okay to make mistakes. Don't Answers industry thinking you know everything because you don't. I know senior techs who don't know everything. It's very difficult to, you know, get started, but once you get started and you get the groove of everything, you will
0: succeed. I can't think of a better last word. Mel, congratulations. Thank you for your time today. We really appreciate being able to speak with you.
2: Thank you, and thank you for having me.
0: And Jennifer, thanks again for everything. I know you and I have spoken on, on more than one occasion and I'm sure we'll be speaking again down the road. But again, congratulations and uh, and our thanks from the industry for the work that you do as CEO of TechForce in America's Automotive Trust.
1: Oh, absolutely. And thank you for helping us spotlight uh, how much we love and respect our technicians in this country.
0: Amen to that. Mel, all the best for the future. And thanks again for your time today. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're brand new to the ASA podcast, or if you've been here before, I encourage you to subscribe so you won't miss some of the great things we have coming up in our future episodes. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and you'll be good to go. If you enjoy our podcast and find our content valuable, make sure to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to this. And if you're an automotive service facility shop owner listening to this podcast and you'd like to know more about ASA, I invite you to visit our website, at asashop.org. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.